Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Just a little disclaimer before I run the episode, all of the views and opinions are of the individuals. Also a quick heads up on any language at times when people get passionate about a certain subject. For more information or to ask any questions, drop me a message. My Instagram is Tom Sage Barbering. Alternatively, you can message me through Facebook or Twitter. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Take a Seat. This is the eighth episode now. Um, so basically, just a quick introduction that I wanted to add to the episode before I play it, um, before you hear the discussion that me and uh, me and the sister had. Um, so this was recorded in Saudi Arabia, in Medina. It was basically, the reason why we did it was to sort of explain what a pilgrim is or what a pilgrimage is. And the reason why we go on pilgrimages, pilgrims in um, religion, um, especially uh, specifically in Islam, um, how the older generation sees it from the younger generation, and basically just to get like an understanding on why um, why it's done. So, um, the trip itself was completely life changing, from my perspective, and the experience that we've had has been absolutely amazing. Um, a big. I just wanted to say as well, a big uh, thank you to New Muslim uh, Org, NewMuslimCare.org, uh, for you know allowing us to do, actually do the trip. It was the most amazing experience of my life, completely life changing, and uh, we have plenty of memories to to come back with, experiences. Um, if you want to see some of the photos, uh, these are going to be sent over to the website for new muslim care organization um if any of you also want to see more photos head over to my instagram tom sage barbarin and you can see what you know the views that we saw the pe- people that we met the all the experiences that we went on basically so this is uh sister aisha joy and this is episode eight and enjoy the episode thank you Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Take a Seat, episode eight. Um, I'm here with a very, very special guest. Um, we're actually in Medina at the moment after being on an Umrah trip for the last 10 days with a new Muslim organization. And uh, yeah, I'd like to introduce you all to um, Sister Aisha Joy. Welcome. Um, so um, just, to, just briefly before I start, um, so the trip that we've been on um, was a religious pilgrimage that all Muslims have to do. Or, well, are, uh, it's sort of like voluntary, is it? It's vol- vo- the Umrah is voluntary. It's yeah. additional. It's the lesser. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Hajj is obligatory. If, right. obviously, you can and you can afford. And, mm. um, whereas the Umrah is what we call Nuffal, okay. which yeah. is additional. But there right. are still, obviously, enormous blessings and... It's very rewarding. So basically, um, yeah, so with the Umrah trip, we were given a free Umrah, which is from a new Muslim organization, which has just recently been set up. They're due to be doing 10 uh, trips um, over the course of the next year as well, I believe, or next two years. So it's going to be very beneficial for new Muslims like myself and Aisha, who have reverted, um, to be able to sort of experience the culture, experience Muslim like life, basically, in the city where it all started. So... Um, if you, yeah, just a brief um, sort of, I want to give you like a brief introduction really and just explain yourself, like how you became a Muslim, what your story was, and uh, yeah. Okay, 
Okay. 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 Um, I I'm became... relaxed as well. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I became a Muslim 13 years ago um, in two February 2006. Um, I, in a way, I always knew I would become a Muslim. Mm. I um, was brought up in Blackburn until I was 12 years old mm -hmm. with, um, and there was a lot of Muslims moving into Blackburn at that time because I'm older now, mm. so it was the first, uh, one of the first inputs <laughs> of uh, Muslims coming in. Now my best friend was a Muslim wow. and we were very close till I left to go back to Warrington where I'm originally, where I was born. So in my heart I always had that feeling, I was brought up through the church, um, I always had that connection with, with God mm. and um, eventually through the course of my years, um, my jobs, university, etc, all those things, I sort of went full circle from living on an island in Scotland to living in Northumberland, so Wales and came all, all the way UK, round yeah, yeah. Back, wow. back to um, Black, working in Accrington near mm. Blackburn. And at that point, um, it suddenly hit home that now was the time mm. and, you know, I needed to do this. Was it something that you reflected on whilst you were travelling the UK or was it like something that sort of no, like I always, UK dipped in and out of or like you always believed in God but you weren't really sure? I always had issues, I think, like a lot of new Muslims do around the Trinity. Mm. Um, I remember sitting on a rock looking out to see and asking God as I knew and, you know, you don't know the term Allah. For guidance. Then, um, you know, who do I pray to and in what measure to, yeah. to you or to Jesus? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I found it utterly confusing yeah, sure. um, because I was always conscious of God. I could not fathom it out. Yeah, yeah. So I eventually, as I say, I was working in Accrington, just did a bit more exploring. Mm. Then one day got up, had a bath, went to work, shut my office door at lunchtime, drove over to Nelson, went to the, the uh, UKIM actually, UKIM really? mosque, Medina. Can you just explain briefly, like, just so people know what the UKIM, because you know much about it? The, the UKIM has been going a long time actually, um, it's the UK Islamic, Islamic Mission, okay, yeah. and they do a lot of work, a lot of charity, a lot of Dawah. Mm. Um, Dawah is like when um, people go out on the streets and they spread the word, uh, like the message of Islam, then to like people, just like the everyday public, basically, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, so then I went to the went to the masjid just to speak, just to speak and discuss, um, you know, Islam mm. with the people that were there. I sat there for about an hour and a half, and they asked me if I'd like to take. The shahada, I said, Oh no, I'll come back. Mm. Let me Was that think like on nervous it. or like you were like, yeah? No, I just did it, I wasn't sure. So yeah. I walked out of the door, crossed the road, got to the car, and thought, What am I doing? This was always <laughs> going to happen. Just get back in there. So I did and got back in and said my shahada, and that was 13 wow. years ago. That's amazing. Yeah, so, um, did you, so after. So, like, during you taking it or after you took it, did you feel like things changed? Like, how did you feel? Did you feel, you know, how did you feel after you'd done it? Um, did you feel anything? I, I did feel a weight had lifted because mm. I was clear on what um, the path I was going on, even though I didn't have the knowledge yeah. of um, the full knowledge of Islam. I had sure. some, because yeah. obviously from my younger days, 
Um, but I felt that a weight had lifted because I, I didn't have that, con yeah. I didn't feel that confusion. Yeah, sure, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so you were, you were more, you know, you knew, you had more of a vision of where you were going then, really. Yeah, yeah wow, okay. absolutely. Yeah. So after, you know, after all that had happened and stuff like that, and, you know, you've been through, you've been through so many years now of being a Muslim, mm. what is it, 13, did you say? 13, 13 years. years, yeah. Um, how have you, you know, what's the best way that you found has been learning for you? How have you picked up knowledge? Like, how is it, how's your journey been then, basically? Um, at first, because I lived over, um, an area in East Lanks that really didn't, they don't particularly in that area particularly integrate the women into the masjid very well. It was very difficult mm. to learn. So I found that I had That's to. That's cultural as well. Yeah, it yeah. was a lot of it. Um, yeah. And the two mosques, you know, the women weren't allowed in the mosques and the, the lessons, the local lessons <coughs> were, um, you know, in Urdu and Pushto. Yeah. yeah. So I found I had to travel all the time. So I travelled over to Didsbury Mosque wow. and Cheadle Mosque to learn. I think I've heard of Didsbury Mosque. Yeah. I think I've heard of it before. Yeah. It's quite well known. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. had a good m new Muslims group there. Mm. And I learned Masalah and things like that. Then over the 13 years ago, things have changed a lot in this country, even in the last five years, yeah. or the last three years. But 13 years ago, lessons were very hit and miss. And so what I did find was that I would follow a course of studying or lessons and I'd learn all about one area, whereas I'd have big gaps in other areas, yeah. um, which was frustrating because there was no structured... There was no foundation. No structured foundation. And I think, especially for new Muslims and especially for British Muslims, yeah. we need to have a structured foundation yeah. that is stepwise that covers everything, it even covers... Like a curriculum. Yeah, even covers things, simple things, such as, you know, when I first reverted, you know, you, you get given food, biryani, and this and that and the other, and you think, and you think oh, is this part so the, of the yeah, religion? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you just silly think, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, it's naturally part saying, of the religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you know, right. But on a Sunday, I have a roast chicken dinner. Of course. You know, it? we you have cottage pie UK, and yeah. all those things. Yeah, you know. of course. Because at the end of the day, that... Fish fingers and chips, yeah, yeah. you know. Fish finger sandwich. <laughs> you know, but you're led to believe that these things are, you know, are necessary. And you hit on a lot of um, funny attitudes. I've had people... I've been praying in the mosque mm. in the middle of a prayer and I've had somebody come and pull a, a skirt thing over my head what? in the middle of a prayer. I've had people yank at my head scarf. That's and, mad. You know, and because you are a new Muslim and they see you, they don't know what you've learnt, they don't know what, what stage you're at, etc. Yeah. And so that's not always been easy. Mm. Um, it can be difficult, like, in terms of, you know, who to go to for knowledge, yeah. where to get the knowledge from. Yeah making sure you're getting it from the right sources because yeah. obviously you don't want to be, you don't want to go anywhere. No. You don't, you, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's like, right. You know, there are, it can, you know, things can get dangerous. There, well, there are, there are lots of new Muslim groups um, and obviously Sister Patul Toma um, at the New Muslim Foundation at Markfield has really changed the face of things for new Muslims in this country. Um, but there still needs to be more across the country yeah, to yeah. support new Muslims. Yeah, for you sure. Know, and, and simple things, you know, you could get immediately thrown into 
heavy learning. Yeah. And yet simple things about goodness, manners, Adam, you know, manners and those sort of things are, Definitely. you know, are absolutely, if we haven't got all those things, what is the point? If you don't, and the you thing know, is, if we, you don't want to change as well, like you have to sort of forget what you know about even life in general yeah. already, but mm. still be yourself. But you've got to completely just feel like you want to be an, like a new person in terms of your manners, how you are as a person. Yeah. You have to lose your ego as well. Like, yeah, because yeah. although it's incumbent on us to, because we worship Allah, mm. and it's incumbent on, upon us to gain knowledge, yeah. but without that foundation of goodness and kindness what is the point in the knowledge mm. and it's finding that happy middle road isn't it that's yeah. not always easy to do just that right yeah. just having the the right support and, the, and just being on the right yeah. right path essentially in terms of the rest of my family obviously it was a little bit difficult for them at first mm. uh, i mean to i be accepted well i have been brought up through the church in fact my whole week when I was young, was Sunday school, guides, youth club in the church, you know, Bible class. Is guides um, church-based? My guides was, yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, I don't even know that. And, um, you know, my grandma was a Sunday school teacher. And, you know, I used to question things all the time, which I think used to irritate a little bit, but hmm. understandably. But um, well, I don't think you should irritate, though. I, I you know, I, I don't, I, I think... I think if somebody came to, like, I think you should, people should be open to ask questions in their religion. If I, if you've got a question, like, oh, so how come this was said, and how come this happened, and how come this is a hadith, and you know, like for example, like, did, how did this happen in this time and stuff like that? Um, I think it'd be good if we could, like, if it, you were open to be able to just be like, oh, I don't really understand this and stuff like that. Like, and sometimes you feel pressure sometimes if you're a new Muslim. Yeah. for asking questions yeah. sometimes because you don't want to feel like yeah. maybe yeah. like you're doing something wrong I think it, I mean I think we've got to understand that we will do things wrong at first yeah. or we won't get things always right and we will get confused and yeah. that's why, why I come back to saying that there should be a very clear um, structure yeah. curriculum for new Muslims that, that can be developed to a high level yeah. but starts off with very basic things mm. like we don't need to wear shalwar kameez mm. or you know what's that sorry that's um when i when i first reverted everybody made me clothes and they were all shalwar kameez which is really? something that well, like you know a, people like from asians like um pakistani okay, or yeah, yeah. Um, bengali or whatever it's trousers and a top yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um you know we can wear English style clothes as long as they follow the Islamic dress code which yeah. means that we're covered obviously apart from hands yeah, yeah, yeah. face mm-hmm. and feet. yeah for sure um, so you know learning things like understanding those things because otherwise you get all this pressure put on you yeah for sure definitely you know simple things yeah. um, I think are the the, the key things that the key even like Aspects learning the prayer, from, like you said, manners, yeah, yeah. I think they're very important. So in terms of like after, you know, like to this like 13 year stage now where you've like, you've been through 13 years of being a Muslim, have you seen a lot of change and stuff? Have you seen a lot of change since you've become? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are more new Muslims. Um, there, what I have seen is a big increase of... Um, 
educational establishments, mm. a lot more sheikhs. Mm. Knowledgeable people and yeah, stuff, yeah. Um, this, you know, the Greensville Trust, the Guidance Hub, the all, all the different ones, mm. EIIS and yeah. things like that. There's a lot of um, very good um, educational programs. However, I come back to saying that for a new Muslim, it's stepwise, mm. and you need the very basic stuff at first Take before you, because there isn't. A, it's same when you go to an Arabic class. You know, a lot of the people that attend the Arabic class will already be, you know, they, they either speak Urdu or Punjabi or whatever, and they already. The, 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 You've got the flow. The, yeah, the, and the writing's the, very similar. The words are very similar. But in English, obviously, we're, comp- we're like the yeah. opposite, really, are So, we? although they may see themselves as beginners, they're not. So mm. you then go to a class like that, and yeah. you, it's it's quite difficult yeah. to, to stay up with them. Yeah, for sure. It's like the pronunciation, part of the mouth where yeah. you say the word and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it can be very difficult, yeah. definitely. It's like... Because essentially you're not just learning a new language, which is like European. You're learning something which is like written completely differently, pronounced completely differently. So, so in terms of like um, yourself as well, do you have like what what is the duty for living? Because I believe you're a business mentor as well. Yeah, I'm um, a nurse by trade. Although I kind of came away from the hands-on nursing some years ago because I then went into management. Yeah. Um, Presently, I'm. undertaking assessments with the court of protection, um, deprivation of liberty safeguards for people living in the community with complex needs. Wow. So I assess their best, uh, their capacity and best interest for the court. And, Is that um, like some, so say somebody's like disabled and they have like, they need like stuff at home, like a nurse or this? Or... No, they've already got that. Basically what I do is go in and assess the whole situation to present a package to the solicitors, the like and that's part oh, of it yeah. and they present it to the court and the court say yes it's okay to authorize that deprivation mm. of liberty and deprivation of liberty are things around 24-hour supervision having to um, live in a house that they've not chosen to having restrictions they could yeah. be you know physical restrictions such as harnesses on yeah. chairs and a little bit like that, like yeah, more yeah. so personalising their home more to them then, yeah. in a way, and stuff like that. And then I've been a business mentor with Blackburn and Down business mentors for a number of years. Wow. Uh, in terms of business, because I get quite a lot of people listening who actually are starting their own business, mm. a lot of young people starting their own business and stuff like that. Like, do you, do you find there's a lot of, have you seen like a big increase in young people starting businesses now at the moment? Or yeah, like, I think there is. Yeah. I think there is, and I think there's... Um, I think that's great and they're quite courageous to be doing that because mm. you know they're not put off by their age you know um, I think when we were younger you were it was a different story you were you're more nervous because yeah. you I remember dad said the same but the opportunity wasn't there because they wanted to just go out and earn money yeah they just absolutely. wanted money to yeah absolutely and, absolutely yeah. yeah so um, I think um, yeah lots more people are young people to make what sort of grant schemes are there are there many grant schemes as well grant yeah so schemes. like if you want to get like there demand. are grants there are a number of different grants it's i mean obviously there's always Cam- funding such as things like lottery funding yeah. etc but there are lots of different ones the only problem is they open up at different times of the year 
there's different pots of money mm. and sometimes I mean you, you often don't know that they're there and they can be sat there for ages mm. um, you know so you have to really get to know the, and find yeah. out where I think raising capital is the mm. hardest part for a business yeah. having that sort of that sort of little pot of money to sort mm. of like get you started because mm. obviously I found marketing was the biggest thing for myself yeah. having the money to do like Facebook Instagram yeah. ads because mm. all of that's like important now yeah, absolutely social media is your Mad, main yeah, thing isn't definitely. it with um, with everything with promoting your business and then of course there's always your paper products although they, they don't have as much success but things like your doctor's surgeries as well and you yeah. know, on the boards, Even the happy yeah. and you know, leaflets, all of that sort of But a lot of it's networking. Yeah. Are you in a network group? Do you know what? Um, there's actually, literally, before I came here, I met this guy <coughs> who actually lives in Dubai. Um, Instagram's Guy Last Recruitment, if anybody wants to get to know him. He does a lot of work with like finding jobs in Dubai for people who want to go out and start maybe a business in Dubai or maybe get a job there or move there so um, but yeah he basically um, introduced he said he wants to introduce me to like this NatWest um, networking thing yeah. that they do yeah NatWest do a really good yeah. one I've been to a few of their um, they're not they don't just do the networking group they do um, sort of small like for the morning a couple of hours in the morning or they do a breakfast club yeah and you go early, I think that's what it was actually in the morning. I think it was a breakfast club and you go there and you just have yeah. obviously breakfast yeah. and stuff like that I mean one of the ones yeah. I go to is called M62 hmm. and I go to the um, Trafford Park one but when you're there you have your business cards so you have three of three business cards yeah and then you pass them around and everybody does the same and everybody's from different businesses yeah and then you say who you'd like to like speak with. with. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go off after a while and you go off and speak with them oh. and you're making those networks and as you're, it might be a completely different business. But it's important. But then it? somebody will say, oh, well, I know such so, and such or I can help with this or I can put you in touch with that. Mm, so networking, your networking groups you are really, really essential. Definitely. Um, um, Lancaster University they have the Health Innovation Hub which is European funded okay. but they do some really good things I did a two day you know the de design thinking process okay so um, yeah. I think I've heard that what, what, explain a little bit more about that it's a process of getting from a beginning to an end because a lot of the time people think right I've got a product I'm going to sell it I'm going to market it I'm going to produce it but they haven't actually talked to the people. They, they haven't, haven't, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, it's like a way, and it, yeah, and it, it's a way of doing it. It's storyboarding, it's empathising, it's ideating. It's really good. It's a really good process. Wow. And you know, it's um, if you get in touch with Lancaster University, I'm sure if you uh, yeah. rang them and said, "Look, do you reckon there's one more local? Like, do you reckon they do one in Cardiff? Yeah, probably, yeah. probably. I'll have to look into that because it, it is important, yeah. really important. Just if you look at Cardiff University, they've probably got a business hub mm. and have a look for the business hub and then get in touch with them yeah, because it's European good. funding money that's yeah. um, letting you go on these courses. And the course is well over a thousand pounds for the two days, which you don't pay for. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So if it's free as well, it'd be more important, definitely. How have you, um, this is the, the main thing that I wanted to speak about. How did you, um, so how have you found the trip? Have you enjoyed it? 
absolutely wonderful. Um, this last couple of days has been hard because I haven't felt too brilliant, mm. too well. Just, sort just of coming back from, I think there's been a little but, bit of flying around though because like obviously when it's like tightly compact, yeah, sometimes yeah. it can be. So know, it's been hard, but you push yourself, don't you, yeah, to try and uh, Especially do if you're tired, everything. So maybe have like one hour sleep, but you're pushing yourself because yeah. you just want to experience everything, yeah, don't that's you? It, and that's you don't want to waste time. That's anymore. it. And I think especially when we got to Mecca, I mean, it was just so overwhelming. overwhelming yeah. It was just so overwhelming to see the Kaaba that first yeah. time. Because you see it in photos, you don't, as soon as you see it, I'm like, wow, like you I'm know, actually And here. to feel so close to Allah exactly, as yeah. well. Because all those people are all there. And they're well. not talking about everything else. They're, they're there, there for, for this one reason, one reason to worship well. and, and know Allah, that's all. And it was, yeah. it was just wonderful. What has struck me was over the last two days, Yesterday and today, um, obviously, in um, you know our prophet peace be upon him, his mosque, there has been a lot of people because, of course, we're just before Ramadan, aren't we? And it really filled up. Today was absolutely packed. But what struck me yesterday, in particular, when I was sat in the masjid, I looked around and I thought, in this whole trip. And on this whole trip, I've only actually met two English people. Do you know what? I was going to say the exact same only thing. Only two English people. And I, that was that young man we met up the Jabal Flower, oh, up yeah, the mountain, yeah. do you remember, oh, from yeah, yeah. London. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually speaks English, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a young girl that Noura, Sister Noura and I met in the Mall, mm. um, who was lovely. She introduced us to her husband and her brother or whatever. Yeah. And, um, but it struck me that Gosh, I'm really, 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 really honoured to be here. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's really honoured yeah. to be here. And the fact that as well... Such it's a like, minority, minority. Yeah. And, and do you know what's amazing as well? The fact that it's, we're here for free as well through yeah, our organisation. And there's people... And you can't get your head around that. And, no, it's and, hard, yeah, and it? my, even my parents, they were like, oh, how is, it, how is it free then? Like, what is it? Like, some, <laughs> is it yeah. a joke? I was like, no, not at all. Like... Um, it's like the, it's like the fact that we there's people who actually save all their life to come here, and you can see by some of the people that come here, obviously only I, I not not to be judged for, but like you see some people and they've got absolutely nothing, nothing. Yeah. and like you think to yourself these people have probably saved for a while. I don't yeah. like some people save all their life just yeah. to come here, and it's like one like to us one thousand five hundred pounds. Like a lot of us yeah. like earn that in like maybe a month or yeah. something like that, or like easily like That's you. I mean, it's such an honour. It yeah. really is such an honour. And the fact that we got it for free is just like, yeah. and it's been such a like, and the life, support. Yeah, the support we've got. We've met some amazing people. You know, people as um, well. from Faz and um, yeah, um, Faz knows uh, yeah. You know, Crash. It, it's been. I mean, the knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Has been, you know, really great. We've, and we've met all and the humour. Yeah, we have as well because well. it's been. It's not been all dour and you yeah know, and sunny. Just yeah. like constant, like not, but like it hasn't it's been, been strict. Yeah, it has. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and we've all, as much as there's been a huge like range in ages, and yeah. I've been in Muslim for ten years, twenty five years, thirty years, two years, six months. We've all still found like a common ground. Like yeah. right, okay, absolutely. And it's yeah. been good because being a new Muslim myself, and because you've had more time in it, you. I've learnt a lot from you guys. Yeah, but I think as well, we've also learnt from you, Tom, um, because the depth of your feelings and your rationale 
um, and where it's taken you in this mm. six months yeah. in your belief in Allah how and, you think and about it and stuff Prophet Muhammad you know Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you know um, that's been quite um, inspirational towards I hope so um, you know and, I want to get my main thing is getting right is as we've been going along even when we were going up the mountain yeah and we're talking <laughs> and it was the way you were talking and you were working it out as you were talking and that's and, it yeah rationalizing yeah. it and and, and, and I, i'll know. be honest with you that's exactly how it's been for me because like what's happened before i came here i obviously there's no doubt in my mind that i believe in god and i believe that islam is the truth but for me it was like i'm sort of like going back and learning again like i'm understanding right okay so the prophet muhammad how did he how did he have his revelations you know um, the story of the Sahaba. I didn't know any, like really, any of this before, but I understood that this guy was um, an illiterate man who had revelations and ended up having the word of God presented mm. to him, mm. and then presenting that mm. to people. And you know, it's like it's for me. It's like That's I've learned it all. Isn't? Yeah, and I've learned everything from that. Then, mm. and I've just like, for me, it's just it's been like a, a massive learning curve. Yeah. And it's. See, as long as well as seeing the people that are like very poor and then reading stories, reading the hadiths more, watching like the videos, it's just made me realize that like it's such a beautiful religion yeah. and like I've just met the most nicest people. Yeah. And I think being here in Medina, you know, it, it's that feeling towards Prophet Muhammad's mm. Muslim, yeah. you know, um, as really deepened yeah, last it. night we met two sisters they came over to visit uh, sister Nora and I and um, they were friends of sister Nora's friend basically yeah. and one of them lives here well both of them live here but yeah. one of them she was originally from Malaysia and I think she was then in, I think she said she was in London I might don't quote me on that but then she was very high up in business mm. really high up in business um, commercial and um, she'd ha she was explaining to me she had a house big house she had a swimming pool wow. she had her children everything she had a husband and then she found a law and she said unfortunately unfortunately oh you're speaking she, about yeah yeah she, okay, she actually um, it did result in them becoming divorced, but she moved to Medina, Mecca, for 13 years. Wow. Her children were older, but they couldn't understand why she'd do that. Mm. Then she remarried in Mecca, and then eventually they decided they would come to so, Medina. Yeah. So she, she teaches in the masjid. Really? And she said to me last night that she's got a two-bedroomed, uh, sorry, a two-roomed apartment that she's happy with <laughs> and she spends all her time immersed Just in her religion yeah. um, her family thought she was crackers really you know oh. but that just she said but the love for Allah Shafa you know um, was just learning, being there you're amongst it you're amongst people yeah. who are like you're essentially you're here where it started yeah you couldn't be any more like yeah. you, this is the most spiritual place for us on the planet that's right. so. I mean, she just, that's how she described it. It was just a, a sheer love for, you know, for a last heart. Yeah. Wow. So. 
So in terms of the trip and stuff like that, how did you find the whole, um, like doing Umrah itself? Like did you find it difficult? Did you, how did you find it? The Umrah I didn't find difficult no. at all. I think we were, all of us were on overdrive yeah, ready to for go. the Umrah, weren't we? Definitely. Um, and we could have carried on and carried on. Done it six times. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I did feel it when we went up the mountain. I'm used to climbing mountains, but that yeah. day we went up, I think it was the heat and I hadn't eaten. How tall and is that mountain? That is, it, I don't think it's that tall. It's about thousands. But it was. Is it about a thousand meters? Yeah, I don't know. I think when I searched it, it was about uh, around a thousand. But, but it, it was, was the, the terrain. That, it yeah. was the terrain and the heat, and I hadn't had enough sugar. Yeah. Although I'd been warned. We did it in like. Four, you know, what was it like? It must have been about forty degrees. As yeah, well. we did. It was forty degrees it. that day. <laughs> um, <coughs> but. You know, apart from that little sugar drop when I needed the sweets mm. up at the top. Literally there as well. You know, but that was fascinating when we sat in the cave yeah. and... everything about it was that just... That was just like, amazing. Makes you think, like... You and know, he was meeting the people up there. Yeah, and the people were just... Obviously, everyone was in the same position as well. And you had people who were, like... Even as you... I think even as you were going up, you had those people who were, like, on the side. Like, they built, like, little houses. Yeah. And, like, it's yeah. like, oh, come in here, like, spend, like, 10 real and then just, yeah. like, sit in their little yeah. house. And then you think to yourself, like, these people, every single day, they climb to the top of this mountain and then they'll, like, build little yeah. houses and then people will walk up there and you'll, you'll give them, like, a donation just to sort of sit in there well, and relax. It, it, that's something that really inspired me. Yeah. That, that, and they do, um, they scale that every day as well. That brother with the turban on, that old yeah. man with his Mohammed, spade. Uh, and he'd... When we were coming back down, mm. we sat with him going up, but when we'd come back down, he'd shoveled all that, because it was rough terrain on that yeah. bit, and he'd shoveled and he'd, all, the, yeah. all the stones. Just so we could rebuild that side, to, wasn't it? To make it yeah. easy for us to get past, which yeah. was just absolutely phenomenal. Nice guy. And he wasn't charging for that. No, he was just, just completely like, I was like, I want to do that just for out yeah. the, to make it easier for everyone else. And yeah, it's just like... Be I'll be honest with you, it, yeah. you feel embarrassed of the fact that like there's people out here who are generally like such such lovely people and so welcoming and heartwarming people and it makes you think wow like I'm not doing enough yeah. like you never feel like you're doing enough yeah. do you? It's Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. So. Medina's definitely been more peaceful though. Definitely more peaceful. It's been harder in the masjid for us. Um, mm. Because whereas in <laughs> Mecca we were allowed to go everywhere. Yeah. In the Medina Masjid, obviously the women sugar. aren't. Um, we Why could is not... that? Do you think is that just because of the volume of people? Or yeah, you... uh, and I think um, the way they there is a sort of herding of people mm. that's not particularly very you know. But not organised in that, yeah. No, but we're very English, and you don't, you know, it goes uh, against yeah. the, you know. You know what um, we're like. But and not Even being now. able to go into places and not being able to get into the router, honestly, that mm. was just been ridiculous trying to get in there. Yeah. We've just not been able to get in at all. We've tried different times. Yeah. It's a bit as well, isn't it? Because yeah. you, you think to yourself, oh, I've come here, I want to make the most of my experience, yeah. but you, know, you can't complain at, at yeah, how amazing absolutely. it's been and stuff like that. But so, the, the masjid itself is just beautiful. Yeah. It really is beautiful. Yeah. Definitely, it's a beautiful place. I think the thing which has done it for me as well is like coming away and like seeing the surrounding area. Like when we were driving around Mecca and we were seeing like um, the houses, like some of the photos we got were amazing and like seeing the desert and stuff and coming out, like just seeing how like 
you are actually in the middle of the desert, really. And then seeing like how these people so many years ago have had to trek before we had transportation and they were probably walking like for thousands and thousands of miles just to like get to Mecca. And the and trains just, really Yeah, rough. it's tough, isn't it? It's yeah. dreadful underfoot, Very things, tough. isn't it? You know? Yeah. It's, it's definitely um, been an eye-opening experience. Especially, um, I think for myself as well, it was like, like I said, seeing like so many poor people who have just, a lot of them have nothing and they've just come here and it's a very um, humbling experience, yeah. I think. I think that's the, the key thing, isn't it? Mm. You know, it, that's exactly how I felt. It's very humbling, mm. you know. But it, what it makes you want to do as well is just go back and learn more. When you go home, you learn just more. learn more, learn more, you know. What would you, so... If you had to take anything from this experience, like what what would you say the three things you would say that have like impacted you the most, and what would you take the most out of? I think, like you said before, the humbling, the realization of what people actually do, and just tolerate, yeah, is is unbelievable. People really. sleep in the mosque as well. They'll yeah, sleep there. They yeah. just like they'll live there pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that that's been one thing. I think the knowledge I've seen a lot of people with it and talked to a lot of people mm. even though they've been talking Arabic or whatever you know we, we still we get the common language it, yeah. of signing and body gestures yeah, and all yeah, those yeah, things yeah. we've managed to converse and the the um, you know the knowledge people have mm. um, just makes you feel you know come on you need to be learning more getting more yeah definitely knowledge yeah, all the time and 100% you know and I think it's been really, um, it's been really great to, to meet everybody in the yeah, group. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Different people from different yeah. situations, different stories. And at the end of the day, it certainly has, I feel so much closer to it. Mm. You feel like you've learned so much more as well in terms of like, yeah. you know, yeah, you're, like you said, you just have, I think it's more as well a like closest to the prophet as well. Yeah. Yeah, like you absolutely. learn more about like yeah. how his life was. Well, like, I, I went to the library today in the masjid and there's a really good book in there about um, the people around the Prophet, mm. the Sahaba around the Prophet. Do you know Prophet. what, I you say that? Because I literally bought a book on it today. Did you? I bought a book say, uh, called um, The Messenger, uh, The Women and Men Around the That's, Messenger. That was what I was reading. Was that the book? That was the book I was reading. <laughs> it's really good. It's really Is good. It? It's it starts with Abu Bakr and then it just yeah. moves. That's right. That's mad. Yeah, it's really yeah, that's good. it's like green, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the book I've literally just bought now. Oh, where did you get it? I bought it in um, uh, like a little, just a little store, and you know it's cheap round here as well. Like you can get like a wrap for like one like pound, <coughs> and the guy like you can haggle as well. And I was like, yeah. oh look, I, I want this book, and you know it's like you can get it for like forty real, which is like something like ten pound yeah. less than that. So, and obviously when it's knowledge for. God, you just think, well, it's worth it anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, it's good to know about the ins and outs of what the people were doing around mm. in the Sahaba were doing. He was born like two years at, two years after the Prophet, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he right. was two years and a few months, wasn't he? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Younger than the Prophet. Did yeah. you read it, most of it? I re read all of Abu Bakr's section. Oh, did you? Yeah, and then I started on Tuma. That's mad of you to pick up yeah. the same book. That is, isn't it? <laughs> Great minds think yeah. alike. <laughs> but yeah, um... Yeah, that's mad. <coughs> that is mad. If you had to say, if you, you know, um, 
your like your um, recommendations as well on anything you'd recommend people to read because whenever somebody comes on the podcast I always try and say to them oh, like get a book out of people or like maybe one or two books that they're reading yeah. because even if it's Islamic there's people in, who are going to be listening to this who want to know what the trip was all about like what we what we did on the trip and stuff like that and what they can take from it because I'm sure there's people who aren't part of Islam who aren't uh, Muslims who actually think oh I'm quite interested in reading yeah. so if you had any books to, like, uh, I mean, you, no, that you'd like, find interesting you've got your usual that um, Ayura book you were telling me about where yeah. it was like I, well UKIM themselves do a lot of Dawa books mm. they do a full Dawa pack yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really good and Ayura do some really good stuff as well yeah yeah um, in terms of Umrah, you know, there are some easy books out there and good ones. There's one that's on a rope and it's very easy because you can actually carry it around with you if you feel that way. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. feel like I needed to do that, but you might do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can refer to it all the time. Um, I think for people it's just reading up on what Umrah is and understanding it, you know. Um, because essentially, why... Why do we perform Umrah? What is the reason for that? So people know. Well, it's a pilgrimage. Yeah. It is a pilgrimage. Um, you know, we're worshipping Allah yeah. at his house. Yeah. We're invited to his house. Yeah. The Kaaba. You know, that was a special invite yeah. for us. And, you know, I mean, how amazing is that? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, the fact that we like we haven't paid a single you thing. Know, and. And, and we've been selected out of like a group of maybe I don't even know how many people applied. I think a lot of people did, and the fact that we've had the opportunity to be selected yeah. has just been like it's an amazing and thing. It's to, just unheard of as well. To complete the Umrah, but then also come to Medina and and stay in a lovely hotel as well. Stay in a lovely hotel, yeah, hotel definitely. Nice. And. Um, you know, to 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 learn about our prophet, Muhammad, you know, um, to see where he all, lived, where the, yeah. his masjid was, where you know, that's amazing. Happened, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. What's the significance? Um, just so <coughs> because there's people, a lot, there are a few people that are listening who aren't Muslims, and they. Uh, people have asked me what the significance is of us like circling the Kaaba and like circling the um, two mountains that we have to circle yeah. as well. So, if you could explain that briefly as well, just so people can know. The, the Kaaba, the Tawaf, and I'm just switched off a minute. Yeah, oh, it's okay, don't worry, people what? are. It's Nura. You know the. You know the um, oh, okay, sorry, two seconds. <laughs> So, um, yeah, like I was saying, sorry about the uh, cutting off. So, with the, in terms of the significance of circulating the Kaaba, then, um, what, what is the actual the significance of... Well, it's about all the Muslims unified in unity, walking around together yeah. to demonstrate belief and worship as a unified yeah, group. as a unified, yeah, yeah. Um, or Ummah. Um, of the one God. Yeah. So that's know, like the significance of why. Yeah. And then for the in terms of the um, the two mountains, then um, what? Uh, and just yeah. Because we that did, signifies, you know, you know of Ibrahim's wife. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. She, she obviously she was there with Ishmael the baby, mm -hmm. and he was 
obviously dehydrated and yeah. they'd been left there. She didn't understand why. Yeah, yeah. And she ran between Safa and Mawa. To try to and get look, water. Well, it, yeah. to look for him and to look for people, look for food, look for water. Yeah. And that's what that signifies. So going, going, going back, back and remembering yeah. that, yeah, wow. So it's like, you know, like you said, it's basically just like a, a way of like unifying all the Muslims then, basically. Yeah. I like, because you all and believe... remembrance, isn't it? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Remembering God, a way of like, and obviously, it's time to like relax and pray as well then as well isn't it it's like you have that time to just reflect on god and what you <coughs> believe essentially yeah in terms of like after this now so like um sorry like i was saying earlier what would you recommend um people reading then um i think before they start with um anything get read the stories first mm, yeah because that sort of creates that curiosity rather than jumping straight in on heavy yeah. stuff read read the seerah you know of the prophet read the tafsir read the stories of, of, of the prophets yeah. all the prophets mm. i think that's and then I get a good explanation i mean there are some good explanations mm. i mean you can never have a full correct transliteration yeah. or translation of Arabic into another language. Yeah. Um, it's such a pure language, yeah. isn't it? So it's like hard because to... Because it, it just doesn't work. But if you can get one that's near as near as, you know, possible, possible yeah. and understand what's going on, what mm. was happening at the time, you know, in, in the Quran, what, what, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about, yeah. what is what the messages are that he's trying to give us. But if you get a good book, it will show you, it will explain, explain what yeah. was happening as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, those are the most important things at first. Yeah, definitely. Making sure that you... And then you like, can move on to the hadith. What about even for people who like, who maybe don't even believe in God, what would you recommend? Because there was a book that you um, recommended, recommended for me to read, even though like, you know, it, you said that it's Man actually. That's it, yeah. yeah. What's that about? Aira has that. Their, their books start with prior, they don't jump in on Islam. Hmm. They jump in I on think this would be important creation. For yeah. And Allah's creation. Okay. And it rationalizes it and answers those questions. Or essentially, that, why there has to Because there has to be a God, there has to be a creator. <coughs> because essentially, there's nothing in this world that hasn't been created. Everything has been created, and everything that's been created in this world has a purpose. It's very simple to read, yeah. and it gives you, you know, good explanations. Mm. And it, they also do another one. Um, what's it called? Something. I think it's called the Essential Gems or something. Of, and it's an introduction to the Quran. Yeah. It's not the Quran. It's, it's like an introduction to what it's about, and it talks about the, um, you know, the imprint of life, you know, which is like that's, I that forget circle, what it's yeah. called. It's, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like the snail. Yeah, it's, it's a, if you look at a lot of things in life, a lot of natural things that have been man-made, uh, not man-made, sorry, things that have been created, they'll have like a specific ratio in how they've been made. Obviously, 
not even regarding like the things inside of that being like how it can you know you look at a normal per an, uh, person and how their chemicals in their body can be like processed so quickly and all the little fine tuning and um you know how how everything's been made so perfectly to sustain life and it's you know the, stamp of the maker isn't it yeah that's it um, and the creator you know it's and like a circle it's like a yeah. it's like if you look at it's the shell called something, I forget yeah. what it's called. spiral it's like of life in it it's, it's got a it's like a spot yeah he did yeah <coughs> it's like a spiral and it's basically the ratio of that spiral yeah. is in a lot of that ratio of how it's built it's in everything yeah. And if you search it up, it's very interesting because it's like a formula for life, essentially, isn't it? And, like, and, like and then once you've gone through those books, get the UKIM books because they're a good introduction mm. on every aspect. Yeah. And then you move on. Yeah, from definitely. There. Definitely. But, you know, read those first mm. because if you bog somebody down with heavy stuff at first, they're just going to wander off. It's going to be difficult for them. Yeah. Take it slowly. You're going through so many changes. Yeah. when you first become a Muslim for sure and your thoughts are continually you know you never, uh, I think I I don't think I slept at all for months hardly really so just thinking and thinking and thinking yeah. all the time thinking about life and thinking you about know. it yeah 100% but it's like it's inquisitive thinking yeah you know you're thinking oh okay like I want to try and read this and exp you know I want to learn this and and you can sort of, you can almost stress yourself out a little bit with it. So sometimes it's nice to just relax and have a balance. And like, mm. all right, so I'm gonna have my work, have my job, but I'm also gonna learn about religion and learn about, okay, so why do I believe the Prophet Muhammad? Why, looking back, do I, am I good, you know, why do I believe that that person was a messenger of God? And how, how can I, you know, like you said, rationalize that in my head to understand it and stuff and read the story to the people around him and what he was like as a person and yeah I, I think you're right just starting from the very basis of actually believing in the creator is definitely important yeah amazing um also as well what i like to do is because um the podcast itself is for people like with male, male mental health or like mental health in general and um i'm not sure if you've got any like anybody in your family who's dealt with that at all or anything like that but with mental want, health yeah that's my background yeah. as a nurse and, and what I would like you to do is maybe give a few tips on that as well and maybe add like some of religion as well into that so like you have the the tips for do you know what I'm trying to say so you like get a tip maybe just for people who are suffering with like male mental health like I think mental health the problem is when it comes to Islam and mental health mm. there is a lot of culture that gets in the way yeah. and obviously we all know there are jinn yeah. we know that 100%. because Allah tells us but we don't get involved in that yeah, yeah. however very often I've found over the years and I, you know, I've looked after many people with major mental health problems and that are Muslims and um, you find that family have disowned them because they've blamed it all on jinn Really? Rather, and I think the, the key thing is to understand that mental health can happen to anybody at any yeah. time. Just the same, I've got a cough at the minute, Yeah. you know, just the same as a physical in exactly. illness can at any point in time. You know, and it's not uncommon, it's really, really common. The problem is we don't know enough about the brain, and mm. the brain is so complex 
you know, with your emotions, your behaviour, your functioning, cognition, all sorts of things. But unfortunately, there is a lot of culture comes into it and it leaves people with mental health problems extremely vulnerable, yeah. extremely vulnerable, because they're not getting the help they need. Now, you know, in terms of gym, that has to be handled separately. separately. But that's not the first route. Yeah. The, the route is to look at what that it, person's yeah. wellness or well-being and, you know, have they a mental illness. And yeah. I think in terms of mental health, when people find Islam, mental health tends to ease. ease. Yeah, because you have, like... It, it, you know, it, because there is a purpose. I couldn't even explain it. Like, when I was... When I, when I, before I came to Islam, I was, like... I felt like lost. I was drinking and going out, and I was thinking to myself, well, I want to go and drink, go out just to like, it's like short term, what do you call it? Like short term sort of happiness, essentially. And rather than finding, like going out and just trying to look for short term pleasure, I was like, I wanted something different. I wanted to find the opposite to that. I wanted to find long term happiness, which was going to prolong. And I think a lot of people that sort of... That have depth of, and meant something. Yeah, exactly. Like, more grateful. Like, I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for being. I'm grateful for living. And this trip has made me realise that. And I think having that sort of thought process of gratitude, whether you're a Muslim or whether you're not a Muslim, having that gratitude makes you realise how lucky you are. And, you know, and everyone, so everyone's sick. situations get bad. And, you know, you've got to think to yourself... Sometimes you, you could be in a much worse situation as well. And I think it's also understanding that we don't know who's going to become Muslim. Yeah, exactly. It could be the least likely person. It's about being good towards everybody and trying yeah. to do your dower by being a good role model, isn't it? Definitely. And trying to do the best you can. Yeah. You know, um, <coughs> I mean, only one of my children is a Muslim and she's gone on and done studies and alima and different things, but she's the only one that's Muslim. I make dua continually for my family. Yeah. Continually. Um, from my heart, so deep in my heart. But we never know who, and we, so we have to be good. We, you know, because there's often this idea that people, well, it's not Muslim, so it's not important. Yeah, Everybody's everyone, important. Yeah. You know, that's for a lot of drudge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, Definitely. not for us. It's all about finding, you know, yeah, like you said, having that, you know, there are people who are generally mentally ill, genuinely mentally ill, and then there's some people who are just maybe in a situation where they can't, you know, they're not, I think it's finding a positive in a negative situation sometimes, isn't it? And now I think, okay, like I'm in this situation, but I've got to think of the good as well, yeah. and I've got to think, right, okay, it's like a thought process behind <coughs> everything, and I think, like you said, having God or yeah. having Islam definitely helps you with being in a situation where you know you might be down or you might be thinking I'm having a bad day but essentially there's people out there who are in like the worst situations and you're you know as long as you can they say like you're set if you're like if you have a house and you have like food and you have water and regular income you're richer than like uh, you're like in the top 30% of the richest people in the world just for having that so you've got to think to yourself yeah. in that situation, yeah. you know, this, you've got to be so grateful. Yeah. And it's remembering that we, we come into this world with nothing and we leave with nothing. Exactly. You know, and everything that we're given is only lent to us. Yeah. You know, it's Everything. just 
Allah's love. It's all how you deal with that. How your test is. Essentially, every penny you spend, every little, every you know, every penny that you spend is going to be counted up for. Why did you waste that money on that? Why didn't you, you know, why didn't you give that money to somebody who actually needed it? Did you need to spend this on this? And did you, you know, it's all right to enjoy how it's all right to have nice things, but you've got to just be grateful for what you've got. You can tell. Wow. wow absolutely lovely thank you for speaking yeah. to me as well thanks for That's speaking no on the problem, podcast Tom. and um yeah i wish you all the best i wish your and family you all too. the best and thank you for spending this experience with me as well because obviously going to come up of course to the yeah i am yeah definitely yeah i'm gonna come up and uh, <coughs> see what it's all about of them ways yeah. definitely but yeah thank you very much for speaking and if anybody has any questions as well if anybody wants to learn anything if there's anything that people are unsure on um, you can message me uh, through my Instagram, Tom Sage Barbering. If there's anything you're not sure on in terms of God or you're looking for that sort of thing, if I can't answer a question, then I'm sure I can put some put it through be through to somebody. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because I don't want to give somebody wrong information, so I'd rather just send them somewhere where they can. And also tell you um, who's actually really good. Uh, what would be good is if people go to their local mosques and actually ask te- intelligent people who know about it. And if, what about yourself? Do you have like an email or anything, or is there any way you could recommend for people to well, go to? It Are you right? Yeah. I mean, in terms of um, Dawa, as I say, UKIM have a lot of Dawa materials and they do different Dawa events. Mm. Um, they, did, they had the New Muslim World Conference, yeah. which was the end of last year, okay. which was very good. Yeah. It was really good, actually, apart from the rice and it would have been nice to see cottage pie but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's banging i like it <laughs> bit of red sauce <laughs> but aira as well are very very good yeah 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 you know but ukim are very structured they've been going many years mm. you know so if you can root out a ukim mosque ukim United Kingdom yeah. Islamic Mission Mosque. Go there or speak to them online. I'm sure they'll give you books. Yeah. And, you know, even if you just want to try and break down the structure of God in your own <coughs> mind, I think, right, so do I believe in God? Or, you know, just I think it's something that also you have to look for, but you also have to be seeking it and find it yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you know, God guides who he wants to, essentially. So, but yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Absolute pleasure. And I know you were nervous before you started, but I'm sure it's okay, honestly. (laughs) Bit of a cough. But now, yeah, thank you so much for speaking to me. It's a pleasure. And thank you so much for um, being on this experience with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be up soon. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you have any questions, like I said, just get get in contact. Thank you.